Hey, I'm Ashley Waldbauer, and you're listening to Nevertheless, Shlee Persisted, a podcast slash audio diary where we prioritize gratitude and unpack why we keep on persisting. Welcome back to another episode of Nevertheless Shelly Persisted. Yeah. (laughs) It's me. It's your girl, Shelly, with some new background music for you. No, that's the one you already have. Oh, wait. No, do you? That was my impression of your background music. I guess I didn't. (laughs) It's something like that, right? Yeah, that was pretty good. Well, and now you know that someone's here with me. The mm-hmm. moment you've all been waiting for, it's Maddie B. Rock. We're back. Yeah. We are back in business, Ooh. baby. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And we're recording this from the cruise ship oh, that yeah. we're on. In the good old 41424. Yeah. Bliss, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in action. Back to where it literally all began. Yep. Back to the old haunts. And quite literally the same uh, room. Yep. Same cabin, same bed. Nothing has changed. Yep. It's all it's all here. Yep. It's still here. Yeah. Uh, Maddie B, remind us what uh, your nicknames are. Oh. Remember um, all the ones you said? Yeah. I mean, I don't remember everything I said. Um, yeah, Maddie B, mm-hmm. Barry, Little Bear, um, the, yeah. the manager of the Wi-Fi desk started oh. calling me. Uh, Osito, oh, which yes. is Little Bear in Spanish. Little Bear. Isn't um, that like a TV show or something? Yeah, Little Bear. Okay, yeah, I yeah. used to watch that growing up. Yeah. Yeah. That Did might. you relate to it? Um, not so much at the time. I more liked, I think one of his friends was actually Franklin the Turtle, who got his own spinoff. Do you know, you remember Franklin? Oh my God. Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize that was a spinoff, I though. think they're the same. I think there's, I might be making that up, but I think that's right. <laughs> we'll fact check that. Yeah, I haven't watched Little Bear in a long time. Um. But yeah, the old school was um, Matthew Peter, Chicken Hawk, Winnie the Pooh, Goldfish guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That one took you by surprise. Yes. The first time. Yeah, it's true. But now, not so much. Mm-hmm. Good nicknames. Yeah, not bad. Which one's your favorite? Matty B? Um, Matty B raps better be your favorite. Better be my favorite? All right, then that's definitely my favorite. It's really only because that's the one I call you probably the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except for like, I didn't coin that term. I, I'm just a cheap knockoff of the actual maddie b raps no 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 oh no. yeah i mean come on the kid spits fire <laughs> right you could spit fire too yeah i've heard it not like him i mean that's he's on another level yeah i know i get it i get it whatever mm-hmm. i still like it Mm-hmm. no it's great oh well welcome back Thanks. second episode how are you feeling uh feeling good feeling ready prepped and ready i say that as i as if I didn't just write my <laughs> gratitude list like five minutes ago. Yeah, exactly. But it was all, yeah, all off the dome and it all feels right in the moment. So. All right. So shall we just dive right in? Sure. Okay. Um, so because it's your second episode, you already know how to do the thing. So let's have you go first this time. Okay. I don't remember you going first last time, but. Um, I think I, no, I'm pretty sure I did. Okay. That makes sense. But yeah. Show you how it was done. Yeah. Now you know. Now I know. I've listened to enough, i.e. all of them. 29 episodes. This oh. is the 30th. Hey, I'll take the big... Uh, 3-0. 3-0. Bam, bam, bam. The milestone. 
<laughs> okay. Um, my first one, um, I am grateful for modern medicine. Okay. Um, oh my god. I, You're really going to say this. N- I, I was not going to go into too excruciating <laughs> detail, but um, right before Ashley got on board, I got a bacterial infection. Um, really good timing. Yeah, super good timing. Um, so I was having to take um, medication. I also, when I went to the medical, found out I was wildly dehydrated it was also after a two-show day so i'm not surprised and also i knew that they were probably going to take some tests so i hadn't really tried to do anything that morning i hadn't drank water or anything because i just like wanted to i didn't want to water down any results or whatever so i just kind of walked in as i was um so yeah the first dose they gave me actually was through an iv and they also (laughs) gave me some water because they said that i was dehydrated um, Which he sent a picture to me, I, but it was carefully crafted. I yes, I had to, I had to leave out the part where I had the, the needle sticking out of my arm that was connected to the IV because I can't do that. Yeah, you get a little squeamish with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even funnier was the fact that they, they drew a little bit of blood, but they left the little, the needle and the little apparatus that they used to take the blood. And they had me go sit in the waiting room with that still in my arm. Ugh. And they just rolled down my sleeves so that I didn't oh, look man. like it was so funny. Um, I think I would have passed out right there. Like, yeah, no, I mean, no, no, it felt no, no, a little no. weird to be like, I just have like a needle sticking out of my arm right now. Oh, but, my God. Um, but yeah, um, so after they gave me the IV, then they gave me antibiotics to take for the next seven days. And mm-hmm. so that... Unfortunately, I wasn't supposed to drink on it for the first couple of days. <laughs> yeah. Um, I only I only broke the rule after the symptoms started going yeah. away. So. And I think even then we, like, split stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think I had one beer each night, so it wasn't like I was getting wasted or anything like that. No. Um, but, yeah, I'm so glad that we just have the ability now to go in, yeah. get tests done really quick. They can just take your blood, come back with blood work, see what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. And then give you some pills and it's gone in five to seven days. Yeah. Because who knows how long that could have lasted, however many years ago, you know, before before medicine got to where it is. Yeah. This was the 1870s. I could have just been living with that for months, maybe. Who knows? It's um, true. And instead, it was all cleared up in five days, and then I kept taking antibiotics and had a little beer in the meantime. Um, and you're doing just fine. And I'm doing just you're fine cooking. now. Yeah, cooking with gas. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, my first one is meeting people slash, like, specifically artists who like to hug. Oh, yeah, huggers. So, like, yeah, like, when you first meet people... I really enjoy people that just like, you know, started off with a hug because mm-hmm. I feel like that just like breaks a nice little barrier. That's true. I've been meeting a lot of people on this cruise ship, which is awesome. Lots of, you know, cast members, obviously from Jersey Boys and Six that are now performing on The Bliss. Um, and a lot of them were huggers right away. And I just appreciate that. Yeah. No, I think you're right. The whole like, it makes it much more personal right off the bat yeah. instead of having that kind of weird do i shake your hand do i just wave like what what the heck do well I do? you're never gonna just wave well but, but even the difference between a handshake and a hug like already feels 
way more personable and approachable. Yeah. I can't say, say that I'm always a hugger, but yeah. Yeah. Well, really, when you meet people? Sometimes. Depends who they are. True. Fair. I feel like we had a conversation, though, on like how to navigate that. And it like, can sometimes be hard where you're like, okay, are they going in for a handshake? Are they going in for a hug? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's hard to like di- tell the difference. I'm terrible at it. <laughs> I, I usually just go hard with one. It's very much the same scenario as if like you and a person are like walking at each other and then you both try to move in the same direction yeah basically the whole my whole mantra is like if you move in the same direction i'm just gonna keep going in that direction yep and then hopefully they'll make a double move back Mm -hmm. in the other direction um because that can happen sometimes right you both go one way and then you both go the other way so i usually just stick to the first one that i do and hope that they make the double move and then we get past each other doesn't always work right but i've adopted that strategy with hugs and handshakes and it is not nearly as seamless (laughs) as it is when you're like trying to pass somebody in the hallway right um there have been many a handshake that i have just bulldozed through straight into a hug that has been very awkward one of them being today yeah really yeah right before i met up with you after we met up, you saw those people taking a picture with me? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's famous. Because yeah, well. he's a Jersey boy. Uh-huh. But the guy definitely went for a handshake, and I just I just bulldozed a hug into it. Because um, yeah. I was just like, he kind of went arms out, but then oh. he brought his hand down, and I was like, I misread it, but here we are. We're here now, yeah. and we're doing it. Definitely should have been a handshake was definitely the most appropriate approach. Yeah. But the guy he took it in stride. It was fine. Hey, he was there a fan. You go. Yeah. And he got a picture and out of it. He got a picture so, out of it. Yeah. yeah. There's my point. Yeah, that was great. Hey, thanks. It's like I've been um, doing this for a little bit. I know, right? Um, okay, so this one piggybacks a little off that story. Mine is um I put it as perfect timing or kismet. Um, mm. I was lucky enough. Oh my gosh, stop. I know. I knew we were both going to have it. This is so mean. Okay, yeah, fine. I knew we were both going to have I it. I had it as an extra one and I didn't tell you because I knew, I thought you wouldn't put this on your gratitude oh, list. Oh, come on. I okay. mean, it's, yeah. Well, the way you phrased it is very nice. Yeah. It, it just seemed to line up perfectly that, um, I had been performing this week and, um, you know, my normal role as Joe Pesci is I sing a lot of the Frankie Valley stuff off stage. Um, and I He's have a in Jersey of... Boys, if you didn't know. Oh, yeah, right. In Jersey Boys. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got you. Uh, yeah, thanks. Um, so I sing a lot of the lead line off stage, but the, and I have a few scenes that are um, just kind of highlights of me. But then most of the time, I'm either bit parts in the background or I'm singing along with the lead off stage. Um, and I had no qualms about um doing that um i'm perfectly happy with that and also you'd seen the show enough times Mm -hmm. um that i in addition to singing off stage with the lead i also understudy the lead as part of my job um and i hadn't asked anybody to call out or anything like that i didn't have any um you know pretense that i was going to be able to play the lead while you were on board but it just so happened yeah. that the second show on the second night, um, the one of the leads called out. And so after I had just played my bit part, then I had to go on right away and play the lead. Yeah. Um, With like what, a half hour notice? Yeah, 45 minutes. Yeah. Wow. Um, 
But also, what was even more perfect about it was you were already coming to that show. It's true. Um, to see the lead who called out because we have we have two Frankies that rotate on and off, um, and so you had already seen the other Frankie the night before, and so you were coming to that show anyways to see the second Frankie, and then the second Frankie ended up being me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Pretty I great. just felt like that was, and you know, um, it, it, there's been weird. Um, understandings of like if people have family on board if you know people who play bigger parts will call out for the person who's who understudies them to be able to perform that role for them mm-hmm. I've done it for the guy who was understudying me but other people have been more weird about it um, it's a hard line to yeah a little bit but people can be a little testy about yeah, it yeah testy about it and also nobody wants to get in trouble because it's right. technically not allowed yeah it's a little bit frowned upon by the company to do it um and then i don't know since you only perform four shows a week too like that i think also yeah that people can be kind of precious about it yeah yeah but this one just happened naturally it was not not planned Mm -hmm. fully i mean i'm everybody was pretty aware that it was not planned so it just so happened that to that yeah, that day was a day that I got to do it, and you just happened to be on board when it happened. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. It was so much fun to see him do it. It had been, like, pretty much, I mean, it's been forever since I've seen you tackle that role, because mm-hmm. the last time I saw you do it, it was when I was visiting you um, on your last contract, mm-hmm. after I had been off the boat, and it was only a tech rehearsal. Yeah. So I didn't even get to see, like, you know, costumes and lights and all that jazz, but... Yeah. So it's fun to see you tackle it again, like basically a year later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost a year and a half. And that role is so hard, you guys. I mean, he's like being very humble over here because like that vocal line is seriously no joke. And coming off of three shows is like, it's tiring. Yeah. 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 But we did it. You did it. And you, you made got it to through. See it, so it was great. Mm-hmm. No, it was awesome. Everyone has awesome things to say about it. Mm-hmm. And I have. Maybe some sneaky footage, so. Ooh. Oh, Jane, you might see it on my Instagram, Ooh. maybe, Ooh. if Matt lets me, which you can follow me at. Do you know it? I nevertheless persisted. What do you mean, do I know <laughs> it? As if I don't like every post. I know. <laughs> and as if I don't plug it every episode, so. Yep, true. So stay tuned for all that footage. Yeah, I might have to bet it first, but well, I'm yeah. sure you wouldn't do me dirty. No, Jeez. Also, your performance was good, so it doesn't. I don't think anything would do your dirty. Do okay. your dirty. Do you dirty? Mm-hmm. Ooh. My dirty. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a good one because it was also on my list. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. Fine. Okay. Here's my next one. Really simple. Okay. And I need. No, I don't want anyone to laugh at me. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And it's just like straight up bread and butter. Like. I love bread so much. Oh, literal bread and oh, butter. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I thought you were like, this is like meat and potatoes. This is bread and butter. I thought you were like, this is very run of the mill. No, you literally like bread and butter. Bread and butter. Okay, great. I feel like when you were home, we had it a lot with a lot of like our yeah. meals and like, because we were soup people. Yep. I mean. Get the baguette. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Marie, that baguette. Hurry up. Okay. Um, hurry up. Hurry up. And, um, yeah, so I just, like, haven't I haven't gotten a baguette in a really long time. Like, That's I just true. don't buy it for just you, myself. Well, and you've also gotten off the soup game, too. Well, yeah, because it's summer. Okay. Okay. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. Matt thinks that he can have soup whenever he wants, which you can. Yes, I'm not saying I you can. very much can. But sometimes in the summer, like, it's just so hot that I'm like, soup doesn't sound great. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, it's so, like, comforting in the winter time. Mm-hmm. When you're already cold. Yeah. yeah. So I haven't gotten it recently. And there's, like, a little buffet area on the ship called The Garden. And they have, like, decent bread and butter. And so I've been loading up on that <laughs> i thought it was from our from our manhattan and taste and savor moments i mean yes also that, that but too. it's the same bread and butter yeah they, totally it's the same ones mm-hmm. so yeah yes, quite literally I, also i'm gonna out you here for a <gasps> second i don't know if i said this or oh not on gosh. the last are you do you know what i'm about i to know say? exactly <laughs> what you're gonna say matt does this thing which i <laughs> love so much and i've never seen anyone do it before when he has like a slice of bread i haven't seen you do it since we've been on the boat well i can't do it here because there's crust sure 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 but like if there's a slice of bread he'll butter both sides Mm -hmm. and i think that's pretty incredible yeah you gotta butter both sides of the bread but yeah no here when there are rolls when you cut the roll in half you're gonna have crust on the outside i'll never I'll never butter the butt, the butt of the I'll bread. I'll never butter the butt. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. You know, like the end of a baguette. No, I know exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can only butter one side. I just felt like there was like some innuendo there that I was mm, reaching for. And, maybe. You well, know, you, you might have landed it with some listener. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I gonna say? I had something else to say about that? Um, that I butter both sides, and that you haven't seen me do it on the ship. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, isn't there like a Dr. Seuss story where it's like, which side of the toast do you butter? And like, it was like, it caused like this whole Dr. Seuss war, like in the story, like either you butter, I think it's like also they hint to it in Seussical the Musical, if you know that, where it's like you butter your toast like on the top versus on the bottom. I butter both sides of the toast. Well, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. So <laughs> I abdicate the from the story. I I yeah. Oh, I don't know. I I've never. You, I don't know you haven't story. heard that. No. It has to deal with like in Seussical. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but like, I don't know Seussical that well. Are you kidding me? As Not someone really. who should play JoJo for the rest of his life, I guess. Who's <laughs> the kid in Seussical? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I'm gonna say it anyway. If true, you know Aaron Seussical, Carter in the making. Yeah, true. Um, if you know Seussical, I'm pretty sure it has to do, or there there's some mention of it like when jojo goes to like the military like the military school okay well there's a song i think it's in the song and if you know what i'm talking about this is so niche but um let me know if you know what i'm talking about chris McHugh, get in the comments i know yeah he would know oh great i'm gonna ask him later too Mm -hmm. if he knows what i'm talking about hey chris if you're listening shout out Mm -hmm. he's in jersey boys too and was on the contract with us last time and he's a big empty head yeah and i appreciate it oh yeah he pulls deep cuts all over the place you guys just had a conversation about daddy long legs the other oh great musical that is a deep cut that yeah that is truly a deep cut great music two-person show big fan yep all right well there's my bread and butter bread and butter okay um all right so the next I have one extra that just kind of ties all of these together, but I did specific points of them. Okay. Um, so I did 
cuddles and physical oh, touch. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I'm not a very big touchy-feely person. No. Despite the fact that we just talked about how I sometimes opt for hugs even when <laughs> at first glance, even if they're not warranted. True. Um, but as just like a regular social person, I don't do a lot of physical touch. Yep. Um, my intimacy comes more from the depth of conversation that I have with people yeah. or things like that. Um, so having you back on board. It's been so nice. Yeah. We're very physical, touchy, feely mm-hmm. with one another. Yeah, yeah. A lot of koala <laughs> sleeping and... <laughs> well, yeah, because yeah. we're currently also sleeping in like a twin bed. It's true, but even... But we're small people, yeah, so it's fine. But It's true, and even at home... I mean, maybe yeah. we don't touch quite as much all the way through the night at, at home as mm. we do here, but yeah, still a lot. Yeah. I know there are definitely quite a few people, both in relationships or just um, as they've recognized as personal preference that, you know, they can maybe cuddle a little bit before they go to bed, but after they, like, when they're actually trying to sleep, they must be separate from the person that they're sleeping next to. Yeah. Like, no, don't touch me. Like no hanging off of me or like, yeah, sleep in your own bed. Different well, way. yeah, I get maybe. But Some people do that. Yeah, it's true. But no, we're both very touchy people. Yeah, and especially so because I'm not very touchy in my regular social life. So I think you get probably even more of the brunt of it than <laughs> than even maybe a person who is dating somebody who is more touchy feely. But sure. Yeah. I don't know. I've, it's been so interesting because, like, I don't feel like I have ever really been a physical touch human either, especially in past relationships. Like, I feel like physical touch is, like, up there for us in our relationship, which mm-hmm. has been really interesting. Different couples function in different ways. Yeah. And we are a touchy-feely one. Yep, we are. Boom roasted. That was mm-hmm. a good one. Thanks. Oh, Cuddles. 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 I mean, even, even our conversations while away there's a lot of like Ugh, i just want to give you a hug right I now i know yeah, that's, that's the hardest that. part mm-hmm. we'll probably dive into that a little bit later yeah, to yeah, be true. honest but mm-hmm. yeah very that okay my next one is i wrote the smell of the ocean and all its fishy glory oh yeah yeah and we got some fishy ones oh my god yeah mm-hmm. so our itinerary is like all through um alaska right now and a little bit of canada and um yeah, lots of ocean. Obviously, we're on a ship, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, we what was the port that we went to with all the salmon? Was Sitka. That, oh, that's Sitka. But all of them have it. If we would have went into town in Ketchikan, they have a whole street that's called Creek Street that literally like is a bridge that goes over a river, and through the river, it's just a salmon run. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Salmon is a huge, huge mm-hmm. industry, both historically and I still think like currently – um, yeah, I think so. For a lot of these Alaskan cities. Um, so, yeah, we went through Sitka, and they have a whole hatchery there that's part of their science center. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there were salmon everywhere. everywhere. It was wild. Yeah, it was really cool, cool, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I don't know. I, maybe it's because I don't mind fish. Like, I eat fish, so mm-hmm. I don't mind the smell of it. Um, yeah, so I, I like the smell of the ocean and yeah. everything that goes with it mm-hmm. um although i will say there is this fish place near our apartment 
Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And that smells rank in the well, summer. Well, yes, in the summer. It's and brutal. It's, yeah, and it's especially, it's in the evenings after they close. Oh, God. They go out and they dump the ice that they've been keeping the fish cold on. Oh. They will dump that outside onto the sidewalk. And so they're doing it to melt the ice, right? And it eventually turns into water and then it dries and evaporates. But the smell of the fish that has been sitting on it gets into the ice. So then when the ice Mm. melts and starts, you know, baking in the sun, that smell of the fish still lingers, even though the ice has all melted and the water has evaporated. Okay. And it smells bad. bad. Yeah. Yeah. That is a fish smell that I'm like, Ooh, I don't need that in my Mm -hmm. life. But I do like the ocean, mm-hmm. and I love being outside. And Alaska is like so so pretty. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I used to tell people that it's yeah, it's like you're looking out of a National Geographic magazine yeah. every yeah. time you look out the window. Uh huh. Yeah, it's very pretty. It's cool. There's one place. Oh, I don't remember where we were at. I was up in the observation lounge, which is basically this, like, higher um, deck on the ship that, like, just has, like, a bunch of windows all the way around the deck. And you can just, like, go and sit and have coffee and, like, look outside. It's one of my favorite places. Um, And one of the – I don't remember where we were at, but um, it was super cool and foresty. And, like, there was this really cool mist that was just over everything. Mm Kind of looked like Twilight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was filmed in Forks, Washington, if you didn't know. Yeah, we talked about this is that this week. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think I said the exact same thing. I was like, this looks like Twilight. Right. And you were like, I don't even know what that is. That is not no, true. No, you mean, but you haven't seen it. Seen I've movies. seen bits and pieces of the first one. Okay, well, when we get home, you're going to have a marathon with me. Okay. <laughs> you seem very excited about That's it. That's fine. I'm sure it'll be fine. Are the movies as... Like, are they okay? I mean, they're bad, but they're awesome. Okay. Uh, okay. See, that's not on. as enticing as Hunger Games to me. Like, okay, Hunger well, Games, yeah, I've only no. seen the first one. Okay, well, but we But you said that those, those movies are actually good. Yeah, I really like those movies. Yeah, yeah. Did I ever tell you, I feel like I've told you this before, that in high school I was in a spoof, like, musical of Twilight? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did I say that on this podcast? I don't know. Well, I'm about to out myself, if not... Um, yeah, so I was in a spoof of Twilight, mm-hmm. and it was the weirdest thing ever, but it was so funny, and it was a musical, and we only sang 80s rock songs, so, like, uh, and I played Bella, mm-hmm. <laughs> naturally, and I had this shitty wig, it was so oh, bad, no. it was so bad, and it was, it looked nothing like Bella, it was, like, almost like a bad 80s wig, where it was, like, permed. Why? So it was curly. I don't know. I, so uh, they were trying to put Twilight in the eighties, even though it wasn't. Oh, written for you know maybe the 80s. that's what they were going for. But I mean, everything else was modern. Like I wore like a flannel and jeans, and mm. yeah, it was really really interesting. I don't know, but I like sang like somebody to love. Got it. Yeah, and like "Don't Stop Me Now" was one of my <laughs> other songs, but we also sang like "Total Eclipse of the Heart." That makes much more sense. Well, than yes. Don't stop me now. I I mean that was the ending song, like after I turned into a vampire. Ah, uh, I don't know how well that translates. No, oh. I mean yeah, but and then like Jacob sang um, "Hot Blooded," which oh, does nice. make sense. Yep. And then 
Edward sang Cold as Ice. Nice. So those were those were pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, not terrible. Yeah, so Some there you go. There. I don't think there's a bootleg of that anywhere, thank God. Well, you say that now. Not that I know of. Wait till people start digging. Okay, anyway, your turn. Oh my gosh, you just played that back, and I feel like I've been talking to Vocal Fry this whole time. Oh well. No, I don't think so. Okay. Um... My next he one said, um, is, I know, I said, okay, ah, we're going to talk a little higher in the register. Hi. Um, no, no more falsetto. I do enough of that. Yeah. Um, um, the last one I did was um, extended stays and quality time. Yeah. Um, we've both been kind of echoing the same sentiment to all of the people that we see on the ship, but it's been really nice to, last time that you came to visit was only for a week, mm-hmm. and so... The fact that you've been able to be on for two weeks has allowed us to really, like, settle in. Yeah. Um, not feel so bad about chilling out, watching movies, or reading books together, or whatever, and just doing kind of more low-key activities. Yeah. Um, that just aren't necessarily, like, afforded to us when... Yeah. Or, to, honestly, to anyone. I mean, I think a lot of people can think back to vacations that they've taken that... Even, like, um, when we go back for the holidays and stuff like that. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, that's not a vacation. That's, like, go, go, go. Yeah, where you're just trying to see as many people as you can in a limited amount of time. And so, especially, like, the last one we did last year um, was, yeah, a lot of running around. And I think the our takeaway was, like, we, don't, we did not leave very much time for just, like, ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be like ourselves, like we want to get away from these people, but yeah. it's more the fact that you can sit and take a breath and maybe like actually like relish and and live in the fact that you don't have anything going on and that you are surrounded by people that you love and right. you're getting to see a lot of people that you haven't seen for a while and and reflect on that and yeah yeah actually be able to live in it instead of Mm -hmm. constantly be making sure that you're getting to the next thing so that you don't miss anything totally but then at the same time if you're worried about what's happening next then you're not really then you're kind of missing the thing that you're doing currently totally So, so yeah this has been really nice to to be able to relax and not feel pressed about the fact that you're getting off and three days right, right. The, ca- the ca- it didn't feel like the countdown started the day that you got on yeah which is very true of kind of cruises in general especially yeah. if people only come for a week but but yeah i think it's it kind of applies to any sort of vacation that has kind of a deadline at the end yeah two weeks was the move for sure yeah which has been yeah it's just been really really nice and i don't know it just feels like we we just really haven't like packed our time i mean don't get me wrong we've done a lot like Mm -hmm. we've gone off of ports and you know gone to restaurants and seen shows and blah 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 blah. but um yeah it's been really really nice to also just chill out for a hot second it's kind of funny because i feel like we keep checking in with each other in the sense of like are you bored are you okay Mm -hmm. but like i don't know i haven't really felt bored even when we're just like chilling in the cabin just because at the end of the day like yes alaska is cool and like yes we'll go see that together but like at the end of the day i'm here on this cruise to spend quality time with you yep. that I haven't spent for the past five months. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally. really not mad about it. No, me neither. No. And honestly, I mean, I'm never going to get bored cause I live here. So no, I'm always checking in with you cause even though we haven't felt like the, cl- the clock has been taken down. Right. Yeah. But 
I want to make sure that you get everything out of this that you want to get out of it. But Totally. But I think, yeah, at the same time, we've kind of come to the conclusion that no amount of shore excursions or, yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, all of those things are not what you came here for. Or, like, that's not going to give you the... No. The feeling that you accomplished what you wanted to come here to accomplish. That's never going to be more than just, like, us being able to just spend time together. Yeah. It's been really good. Yeah. It's been great. I've been having fun so far. Good. Good. Okay. My last one is... um, I phrased this really weirdly. Uh, I said reading and drinking at a bar, but I think that just means... At a, like being at a bar and reading <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is like yeah so i um i did that i think maybe once or twice this past week while because obviously matt still has to work <laughs> mm-hmm. and is in a show in rehearsals and works at the it uh desk as well so um there have been a couple moments where i've had to myself and i'll just go to one of the bars on the ship and order a drink and read which has been really nice oh it's been yeah it's good even though i will say some of the guests are a little funny. Yeah. Because a lot of them will come up to me while I'm reading. Right. And ask me about it, which is like totally fine. Happy to talk about a book, as you all know. Happy to talk about books. But like, it's just like so funny. Like one of the guys um, on the ship came up to me um, one of the times I was drinking at the bar. And he was like, whoa, I don't know. I don't know how you do that. And I'm like, I don't read. I don't know what you're talking about. And he was like, no, no, like read while, you know, there's so much noise happening. And he's like, I, I have to read in silence. And I was like, well, you know, I do live in New York, I read on the subway all the time. He's like, oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I go back to reading for a second. He's like, how many pages is that? I'm like, well, almost a thousand. He was like, wow, that is a big book. I was like, you're right goes back to reading what what book is that i'm like it's a a book in a series it's the last one it just like it was kind of funny because it's just like awkward silence okay i'm gonna go back to my reading now i thought this conversation was over and then another question which it just was funny yeah you said the the best way to not be able to actually get any reading done is to take a book yeah (laughs) Yeah. to the bar it's like that draws more conversation than if you were just sitting at the bar by yourself yeah yeah and to be fair, I did go one of, to one of the busier bars too. Sure. During like dinner time. So yeah. There's that. But, um, and I have to update you while we're here. Mm-hmm. I finished the Throne of Glass series. That's true. I did it. I finished it today. A mere hours ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I basically, yeah, I got through that, that thousand pager in a week, basically. Yeah. A little over. Mm-hmm. And it was so good. I'm honestly really sad it's over. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. I mean, yes, I, there are other books I want to read, but wow, that one really did it for me. So, yeah, it'll be forever in your heart. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Now you gotta turn the page. Oh, mm-hmm. on <laughs> that was a good one. Thanks. Proud of yourself for that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was debating on whether I wanted to actually use that or not, but. Well, it's staying in. Yeah, it's not it's going in out. Now, right. I made my choice. <laughs> all right. That's all you had, right? Well, I have one more. Okay, go for it. Okay, Overachiever. so this one, yeah. I also had one more, but then you stole it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I I think this just tied into a, um, basically the last three points that I had. Um, you have three more? No, no, no. The last three that I just oh, did. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. 
Um, but I just put our lifestyle because kind Ooh. of all of these things don't necessarily, maybe not cuddles and physical touch, um, other than maybe like the fact that it's so um, prescient that I, you know, that that's something that I'm grateful for because it's been something that I haven't had in a long time. Mm-hmm. But at least with both kind of the perfect timing and also the extended stay mm-hmm. like there's a part of that that like that just couldn't really happen if we did different things right mm-hmm. if if you were an accountant or if I was a lawyer or you know any any sort of job that would be a nine-to-five um you wouldn't necessarily have the flexibility to come and visit me for two weeks. Yeah. Just like randomly in the middle of August. I know people get PTO and vacation time and things like that, but like it's not always that easy for people to just kind of like pick up and, and come on and vice versa for me to be able to get you on a cruise ship as opposed to us having to go pay to travel somewhere or a book Airbnb somewhere, something like that. Um, and with the perfect timing, it's like, I don't know. There, I don't think there's a lot of professions where you, where your partner or your spouse would go to like watch you do the thing that you do and have that be mm-hmm. a big deal. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you were a lawyer, but like, you know, if if you were a surgeon, I can't go to the OR right. and watch you cut somebody open, right? Or, yeah, even if I was... That would be hard for me if you... <laughs> oh, well, that's true. That is, yeah, yeah. Um, but even, yeah, even, yeah, like, if I was a lawyer, I don't think you would really go, like, sit in the courtroom and watch me yeah. argue a case. Maybe you could, but, like, I just don't think there are a lot of professions like that that, like seeing the person get to do the thing that they're actually getting paid to do is like kind of a big deal. Right. Um, so yeah, I just kind of think a lot of those things that I'm grateful for also come from the fact that we do what we do and we have the lives that we have. Um, yeah, Yeah. I think that's something to be grateful for. That's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just bouncing off of you here, I feel like one of the things that is really cool now that we've been together for almost two years is like now now I've been able to see you grow as a performer, Mm -hmm. which is really awesome. And like, I mean, obviously you're going to grow in your Frankie, but it's like cool because I know you so well that there are so many things where I'm like, oh, that's like so Matt in that character. Ah, sure. Which is really fun to see Mm -hmm. and like point out and be like, I probably am the only one who like recognizes that. Oh, yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. Or at least, yeah, that intimately for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That was really nice. Yeah. That was a good list. Thanks. Yeah. Nice. So much gratitude. Yeah, so much gratitude. Alrighty, let's dive into the thoughts and feels portion. This is mostly going to be just like an update slash things we've learned mm-hmm. kind of thing. But here's an update for you. Um, the last episode, Long Distance Lemonade, um, we chatted about some of the things that we were going to do while 
being long distance, Mm -hmm. um, which was our gratitude envelopes where we write um, down something that we're grateful for in one another um, every day, Mm -hmm. every day that we're apart. Right. And we've done that. Yeah. Yeah. Though, have you been doing it since you've been on board? No. Okay, me neither. No, I've like kept like notes because I I keep them all in like a notes yeah, portion of my. Okay. I should have done that. I don't know. Just I say I, I should have done that, but I don't know that I would scroll back through every single. I don't know. Just to, I mean, I know that there are inevitable doubles. Repeats, yeah. But I don't know. I don't think there's that. I just like to keep track of them all. Got it. You don't have to do that though. Well, I haven't been doing that. <laughs> so, so maybe when you pull own. them, maybe when you pull them all out, like preface to the listener, um, we had had this conversation before, um, and I thought that I was going to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think both both the idea of keeping them all together, I think I worried that it would be a little daunting. At first, I thought it might be hard to keep track of. And also, I thought it might be a little daunting that once you kind of scroll back through all the ones that you've done, if you have what feels like an original thought or even like a thought in the moment. But you've already written it down. Yeah, that feels right in the moment, but you've already written it down. It's not an, it's not necessarily any less valid. It just yeah. means that that's all that was also something that rung true to you that day as well. Right. And that I think my goal wasn't to make sure that they were like no doubles because mm-hmm. I just know that that's inevitable. I yeah. think honestly, it was just like what day am I on? Yeah. Because you do it differently where you like have all of our you know, days apart written on your envelope that you cross out. I didn't do that. Oh. In the way I designed mine. Oh yeah, yeah, then you'd have to yeah. Like, I, I mean, wrote I down all the it. days, but I didn't write it where I could cross them out. Oh, I see, I see. And I you see. did that in I your did. design with I, it, which was smart. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That is very helpful. I mean, I also do, we had to actually have a moment where we had to reassess. I think I was like two days behind you. Um, oh, yeah. Because we started counting on different days. Yeah. So I had to do a couple of makeups. Um, but I also do have also in my planner unfortunately i don't really use my planner on the ship because right i mean my because, life is the same yeah week in week out but um i do still have and you could probably even see it right there you can see like the 147 and the 149 poking out oh yeah, yeah. um but i do have the di- the days of the week also numbered with the same number that's on the on the envelope so that would be another way that i would have kept track even though if i didn't have the cross out thing but yes the cross out numbers are that is that's game changer yeah that was immensely good. helpful that was smart um yeah i know we're currently on because i have a countdown app because i'm a nerd um we've been technically i have it in my countdown countdown app mm-hmm. <laughs> that we've been apart for 156 days so far so far yeah which makes sense because i think the day that you got on board was day 148 mm-hmm wild yeah and there's what 219 altogether yep we're getting there people oh my god and i have another countdown yeah 63 days until you're done basically on my like my last quadrant wild because each each one has 50 days in it so yeah we technically would have crossed over to the last one yeah and then on the bottom i just have the two bars of the last 
Yep. 19 days. Totally. And um, then because I love my countdown app, this one's a count up. We've been together for 643 days. Ooh. Wild. Wild. 643 days total? Been, yeah. You and I. Whoa. And then you have to subtract, what's that, 156? Yeah. And that's just this contract. Oh, yikes. Yeah, we're getting to the point where we're getting almost back on even keel with. For a long time, Ooh. we were uh, pretty even keel with the amount of time that we'd actually been to, like together in the same place and the amount of time that we'd spent apart. I think by the time I finished my first contract, we were almost even. I think we'd almost spent even more time apart than we had actually together in the same place. Yeah. And then, obviously, the year in between got us way over the top minus you doing riverside doing ghost right um which was three months yeah but even then i would come to see you stuff like that right 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 um and also you would come back and see me wild yeah i mean i think we're getting to the point i don't think even with this contract that we would no i don't think so surpass the amount of time that we've spent together together but yeah, we're That's getting closer to <gasps> yeah, back I closer love to love that thought. I'm yeah, not gonna lie to equal than we equal apart that we were together. Wow, that's yeah. bonkers. Yeah, crazy. Well, anyway, we've been <laughs> keeping up with the envelope. Yeah, keeping up with the envelope. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know. I think we both talked about this, but you know, when certain things happen, sometimes a couple of days go by, and you'll have to kind of regroup and and do maybe a clump of them at the oh, same yeah. time but I have thought um, with you keeping the whole list of them I have thought that like at the end of the day when we actually pull these out and do them and like read them out I, do you have a plan on what you're going to do? Are you going to try to read them out one a day or are you going to try to read them all Oh, at the a, same time? Ah, that's a great question I don't know I guess I didn't think that far I just assumed that we would read them together hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We yeah. could do that. Yeah. But yeah, it makes me wonder that once you pull those out, maybe we find all the ones that are duplicates and then maybe I'll just rewrite the three or four, hopefully only three or four. Oh, why? Um, I don't think we need to rewrite the duplicates. No, not to just give you a, a couple more so that they're all individual. Oh, I mean, I don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. Yeah, it doesn't fully undermine what I said before about how it was true in the moment that right. that's how I was feeling that day. But yeah, I don't know. Just on the off chance that I repeated, because yeah, the m- the more that I think about the fact that you have a list and that I don't, oh, I feel like my propensity to repeat myself probably increases. But nah, who knows? Every time I write one down, it feels like an original thought, and that's what matters. Yeah. Um, as long as they're not all the same. No, 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 no. God, no. But. <laughs> 219 of just, like, of, one thing. Of just, like, I your like ass. your butt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. When we're so insane, uh-huh. people. Grateful for that ass. That's uh, so funny. Um, yeah, and then we also have our journals. Yes. The journals I have to do a little differently because I actually, I wonder, by the time you started this, I don't know if I was even still doing it. So... As some of you may know, I have a history of um, writing newsletters for my theater company. Um, 
I have always found it so much easier to write on a computer. Oh, so you have them on your computer. Well, I type them out on my computer. So, like, you just got your birthday card. Yeah. I I took a page out of my journal to and I wrote it out long form. But you wrote it on your computer. Yes. Yeah, you do that. I have noticed you do that a lot. Yeah. So, it's, you I don't know. just print them out. But it doesn't, yeah, I guess. But then I just wrote them out longhand. But, yeah, I don't know. There's something about it. And it doesn't, it's annoying because it doesn't really work in text as well I wish it did because it's still a keyboard but for some reason it's with the thumbs it just feels yeah, different yeah it's faster what typing yeah then texting then texting especially the way that yours is where you like with the swipe, swipe yeah towards like every letter. letter yeah yeah it's true so you're right we have to do every letter one at a time instead of each finger having its own yeah yeah so I don't know it just feels it just feels easier easier to put my thoughts down yeah um easier to make corrections because backspace is just like just <laughs> chef's kiss oh my god correct. it is no not autocorrect <laughs> especially with swipe spell not check autocorrect uh, spell it's- check sure but yeah i don't know it's just so it's so nice to not have to i don't know maybe that's a little perfectionist brain as well mm-hmm. but also i'm writing them in pen so so, I mean, sure, I'll cross out words every oh, once in a while. But you're writing in pen. Well, yeah, because I should already have, I already have a draft of it on my laptop. Oh, okay. So then, but that's the thing, right? If I was writing it freeform with a pencil, even if I went back and made a mistake or say I wanted to take, I wrote a sentence out and then I felt like it actually fit better if the second part of the sentence came first and sure. then the first part of the sentence came second that is a that is like a click highlight drag as opposed to a let me erase this entire yeah, yeah, sentence yeah. so that i can mm. reformat the whole thing so it's just yeah writing on my laptop has always been for me so interesting the the easiest most succinct most comfortable way of writing for me so yeah i write them all out on an offline mm-hmm. google doc Mm. And then after I'm done, I write them down. Write them down. Huh. Mm -hmm. I do like your handwriting. My all caps? Yeah. Yeah? I do. Do you like it more than my print? You, I don't think, you barely write in print. It depends. I guess you do in your uh, planner. planner. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I like it more. Yeah, it's, yeah. My all caps is cooler. It's more. That's what I associate with you more, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's more unique. Yeah. My print is just for legibility, but... Yeah. Yeah. This is so... This is a random thought. Do you ever feel like when you're writing, Mm -hmm. like your handwriting changes? Like, Uh, sometimes I feel like, whose handwriting is that? (laughs) It's mine. Maybe it's because I journal a lot, and sometimes I, like, I don't know, depending on how (laughs) tired my wrist is. Mm -hmm. Get sloppier and things like that. Yeah... Yeah, I guess. I think that more He's like, about, no, because I type. <laughs> well, uh, yes. I mean, do I feel that in these? No, not so much. Right. Um, but, like, in general, I, do, I think that about my prints sometimes. Yeah. Where I'm just a little bit like, I never did this. Like, I, I really only started doing that right. more as an adult. All of my notes through college are all caps. Yeah. Um, 
and through high school, I think, too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's a part of me that I'm just like, mm, yeah, who is this person who, like, feels like they need to write with correct yeah. grammar or whatever? Um, but no, not not to the point where it ever gets, like, so, so foreign. I think it's less, like, whose handwriting is that, and it's more like, who is who is that handwriting for? Like, why am I choosing to write in my planner with this regular print font instead of just writing in it with all caps? Sure. Because if it's for me anyways, then what difference does it make yeah. if it's that much more legible than just what I would scribble down on a piece of paper if I was taking a message or something, you mm-hmm. know? Um, <laughs> taking a message as I know. Do that anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I was just trying to think or. You know, writing on a post-it note or something. You right. know, like writing a reminder. On our landline. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, on my answering machine. Yeah. Right, right. Um, That's hilarious. Anyway, that was just a random thought. Yeah, so I don't think it ever gets to the point where I'm like, whose is that? And it's more like, why? Yeah. Why are you doing that? Why are you choosing to use this over the other thing? Like, yeah. what's the point? Hilarious. Yeah. Anyway, so that's just to update you all. In, in the sense of we're doing it, the thing that yeah, we said we would. So the project is going strong. Yeah. Next, we had our pivot to just being how life has been. Yeah. Um. Since we've been doing it, since we've been apart. Yeah. Um. Give us a little inside scoop. I mean, you all kind of know what's been going on in my life. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, life on the contract for me has been fine. I think it has been. It's been really different than the last time yeah i think it has been everything that could have been expected and nothing that wouldn't have been expected (laughs) okay i have not developed any aside from our project i've not developed any habits that i didn't have before Mm -hmm. but i have kept up on any habits that i that i already did have So Mm -hmm. I haven't really lost anything, but I haven't really gained anything. Yeah. Um, Which is fine. You know, it doesn't live up to maybe your aspirational standards of, you know, I put on 15 pounds of muscle or anything like that. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, nothing has gotten so terribly dark or lonely or anything like that that, like, I don't know, I've I've started drinking at 9 a.m. or anything like that, you know? So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a lot of... Which we kind of were in the last contract. <laughs> yeah. I mean, depending on how you measure it, yeah. yeah. It's like, w- there were certain things about the last contract because everything was new that there were a lot of positives added, but there were also a good amount of negatives added because mm-hmm. of also the... All the COVID Yeah. Shit. Just all of the pressures around it and all the, like, negative circumstances. Yeah. Um, but this one has been a lot of normalcy. Yeah. Um, you know fluctuating between comfort and solitude and also like discomfort and depression and loneliness which i think is it's very reminiscent of like covid era yeah mental health for hopefully a lot of people well i shouldn't say hopefully a lot of people but i think maybe a lot of people would be able to recognize some of those feelings from back then mm-hmm. it's very reminiscent of that it's um yeah, you're just kind of free, aside from, right, for me, two days a week, you're pretty free to isolate yourself and or reach out for um, 
uh, social contact as much as you want to. Yeah. So, and what's really interesting is that everybody on the ship is is doing that all at their own pace. Yep. So there could be weeks where you feel like being super social, but the people that you normally hang out with are not feeling that social. Or, especially now that we're into kind of this halfway slash like post halfway point, Mm -hmm. a lot of people are now, their families are coming on board, right? Like you're here for me, uh, people's partners are coming on. People just have a lot more kind of going on. And Mm -hmm. so a lot of people are on their own different schedules. um, And so it's just kind of how you end up syncing up with them in whatever kind of week that they're having. Yeah. Um, So like a a close friend of mine that I was, that I hang out with a lot with on the ship, we just ran into um, last night in the hallway and he was saying that like this week has been shit for him. And You know, to an extent, I I sense that because we hadn't really seen a lot of him this week. Um, But it's just so interesting that that can be happening in the midst of me having one of my best weeks on the ship because you're here. Right. Um, And they're happening completely independent of each other, but happening at the same time in the same place. Just two people are having two wildly different experiences of the same week. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think there's been a lot of that, but... The other um, big difference in this contract is it's it's just another kind of trade-off. And I was thinking about this in the terms of the other people who work on the ship that aren't the performers. Um, but this contract, as opposed to the last contract, has a lot more days on land. Like, we actually have a lot more days where we stop in a port. Yeah. But the times at which we stop in the port... Are, are not brutal. yeah they're not nearly as convenient as the stops that we had in Mexico, so, you know in Mexico we would have two sea days at the beginning, three days of ports, and usually one sea day at the end, and then we'd be in our embark port, which was Los Angeles yeah or um, Long Beach technically, um, so that's three days of just on the water. But then four days of having basically like mid morning to late evening or late, like late afternoon, if not like evening. Um, And so it's it's just interesting to think about the trade off for me. Obviously, those ports were way better for me. And instead, on this Alaskan side, it is. We only have one true sea day, which is after we leave Seattle, which is our Embark port. But then Monday we have like a late morning to evening port. And then all the other days are basically early morning to noon or 1 p.m., um, which just for me just <laughs> does not jive. Right. Um, and then we Not have one e- person. we have one evening port on Friday before we get back to Seattle that is 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. And so it's a lot of, even that one at least for me is a little better because at least I get to experience the whole thing but right. um you know it just comes down to the kind of person that I am and the way that I socialize that I I do like to go out and get drinks with people yeah. and things like that and I think for me that's a social function that I'm very comfortable in 
and also I think people are more willing to unwind and things like that if you catch them over drinks as opposed to at lunch um so they're you know not saying that they're like gonna talk more freely like they wouldn't normally but like maybe have had more time to reflect on the day and so they can kind of like give their full feelings about something that they've been going through that day instead of you catching them right in the middle of it before they've kind of come to a resolution with it um and that's just kind of that's my scene that's the scene that I've grown up in that's the scene that I I think I thrive in Mm -hmm. um and it is not like unfortunately for you it is not like um spilling your guts over coffee like that's not (laughs) really my scene um I'm happy yes it is and I'm happy to go get coffee but you know not at eight I'm happy to go get coffee at 11 (laughs) yeah um so yeah it's just been a bit of a struggle where especially at the beginning of the contract I was getting very frustrated because it it basically felt like the itinerary was forcing me to either choose the way I prefer to socialize and um, my way of making friends and making connections on the ship, either choose that or choose being able to be on land and connect with the outside world. Mm -hmm. And I was having a lot of thoughts about which weighing the options of like which of these is going to be more beneficial to my mental health yeah is it going to be forming a tribe like getting a a group of people that i'm very close with um that's going to help me get through the moments on the ship that are going to be hard or potentially getting more sunlight and getting more access to the outside world so that i can keep a more even keeled perspective of what's happening on the ship and what's actually a big deal compared to like what's actually going on in the real world. Yeah. And you know, I'm I I can't say that I'm an expert in in knowing which one is better. Yeah. I think I've done my best to try to draw a happy medium. Um but I do think at the end of the day it's true of a lot of contracts and it's true of just a lot of workplace environments. It's that it's the people that you work with that make the work work wa- worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was tough to say. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of times, even your sister today, we got lunch with her and she was talking about how she has a new coworker that he makes working where she works so much more palatable because he's a nice person and she likes right. being around him. And that almost makes up for the fact <laughs> that he's, he's not, not good super good at his job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And especially especially for us when we're finding survival jobs, right? Because most of the time the survival jobs that we're doing are not super interesting and definitely not really what we want to be doing. Mm -hmm. And the people that we work around are what make those much more bearable than the work that you're actually doing. Yep. And so I think in the fact that I've probably leaned more into the fact or into the idea of getting to know and bond with the people that I really get along with, I think that probably does do me more good than just getting a few extra hours of internet in the morning that I may not have gotten um, 
if I had slept until 10 instead of waking up at 8. Right. If I was stronger, a stronger person, (laughs) I would just do both. But I also love my sleep and also sleep is wildly helpful for mental health as well. So if I'm doing both of those things, but then also sleep deprived, then I I'm missing out on yet another thing that's going to be essential to me feeling better. So I don't know. It's a lot of it's just a lot of pros and cons. It's Mm -hmm. a lot of balancing. Um, There's no great great answer some people find the balance easier than others and sometimes you even find find a balance for yourself for a couple of weeks and then you fall out of that balance and then you have to find it again so yeah i just rambled for a really long time (laughs) no no it's all important stuff yeah yeah so i mean those have been that's an update on life here maybe a bit of a a peer into into at least the world that i'm in yeah. It's going to be different on different cruise ships, people doing different itineraries, going to different ports, and maybe better port times and yeah. all sorts of stuff like that. Everybody's everybody's experience on a ship is going to be different or on a tour or any sort of lifestyle like this. But that's just a peek into the one that I'm doing currently, at least. Yeah, and that's great. Yeah, so then we're going to pivot to... Thoughts yeah. and feelings about just run this podcast. Takes away. Yeah, well, we made the <laughs> we made the list beforehand, so I knew the where we were gonna segue. Yeah, pros and cons. Mm-hmm. Should we start with the cons first? I didn't really have pros and cons of long distance. They're mostly cons. Yeah. I don't know. What are the pros? That you get to make money and do this contract. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Yeah. The money is good. You can't say that the money no, is No, 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 no. The money is good. I don't know how much I would attribute that to long distance, I guess. Oh, that's, yeah, that's fair. That's more the thing. Yeah. You're saying like... I the, mean, I think yeah. it helps me. It's it's more the pros and cons of the situation that we're in as opposed to like long distance itself. Sure. No, no, no. I hear you. But I also am saying I think it helps me in, in the sense of like... Justifying why we're doing it in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, that's kind of the only... Pro. Pro. Yeah. The rest are definitely cons. Yeah. The, yeah, the pros are what come with taking on any contract. Yeah. Um, but this one specifically being... Because not a, not every po- contract is going to pay well. Yeah. But usually what you're weighing is, will it either give you a credit, get you contacts with people that you want to work with in the future, or that can help you in the future? Mm-hmm and um or does it compensate well right and so and also does it like artistically fulfill you i guess Mm -hmm. um this contract i felt that doing the show has been less artistically fulfilling yeah but somewhat sort of similar to what i think maybe you got out of doing the narrator role is a little bit affirming in your talents Mm -hmm. um just knowing that, I mean, I don't know. There wasn't really much of me that thought it was a fluke that I did it the first time, but just like, I just don't use this part of my voice very much in regular, yeah. even normal calls um, or auditions that we do. Right. So just remembering that this part of my voice still exists, even if I'm not totally using it all the time. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the compensation. But artistically fulfilling i don't know i'm kind of doing the exact same thing that i did for six months before right 
and I've met great people on this contract that mm-hmm. I will continue to talk to. Um, but has it gotten me like super professional contacts? I guess it's yet to be seen. Yeah. But um, those are usually what you think about going into it, and I think I've nicked, you know, good chunk of them. Yeah, ticked off at least half. Right. Yeah. Two out of four. Or yeah. Whatever. For sure. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. All right, cons. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Okay, one that I have written down is miscommunication over FaceTime. Ooh, yeah. This one's hard. Miscommunication over FaceTime, yeah, that's been a big one for us. Only because I think it's so, because we are so physical touch driven. Yeah. I feel like I know you and your body language. Right. And sometimes when you say something, I can take it a different way over FaceTime mm-hmm. because I, I'm i just not there with you. Yeah. So Can't sometimes quite I, feel like the vibe of the room. Right. So sometimes I can be like, what the fuck does he mean by that? And Because I am a little more sensitive <laughs> out of the two of us and can take it the wrong way when I know that's not what you mean. It's just like it's hard because I can't I can't gauge where you're actually at. Yeah. Which is interesting to me because I uh, we were just talking about this at dinner. But like it's so hard to see yourself objectively. Right. Like yeah. I can't I can't even see the way that I'm communicating to you right now. Um, so even for you to tell me that there's so much more implicit meaning by the way that I, not just my face looks, but like by the way that my body looks or by the way that I'm making eye contact with you or the way that my face looks like that all on its face makes total sense. I just had no idea how much it necessarily applied to me and the way that I communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's fascinating to me. At the same time, without knowing exactly what I'm doing, I can't necessarily make it better right. by the way that we communicate through right. FaceTime. Because unless I'm like going to watch myself in a mirror whenever we're having a conversation and then I can right. try to replicate that. But like, but yeah. I will say, I feel like I have gotten better at like, if you say something... I don't like stew over it anymore. Like if if I'm questioning something that you're saying, I'll ask you about it. Like totally. I'll press further. Yeah. Being like, well, wait, what did you actually mean by that? Or, mm-hmm. and then we'll have a conversation about it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's something really good that you've taken from therapy. Is that, that <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, 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 that you talked to me. This might have been even before we left. That I left for the contract. It felt super early on, where you said the idea of conflict is not inherently a negative like thing yeah that conflict is just any sort of negotiation between two differing ideas right and so there are you're constantly dealing with conflicts that have little to no bearing on your life whatsoever or would never affect would never stoke fear or or any elicit any sort of like extreme emotional response mm-hmm. that you deal with all the time and yet there are certain the things that we actually label as a conflict as opposed to a miscommunication or something like that mm-hmm. those things we tend we tend to just assign the things that get extreme reactions as conflicts instead of understanding that all sorts of miscommunications and negotiations are conflict and we just don't associate the ones that aren't extreme 
with that word. Right. And so I think that's been super helpful in, in renegotiating the way that we can communicate when he, with each other when we have miscommunications, that it's, if it's a conflict, quote unquote, it's not necessarily, it's not going to lead to a fight right. or an argument or um, somebody getting upset. It's, I heard it this way. Yep. Did you mean it this way? Like, how do we find a common ground as to what it seems like you said and what maybe you meant to say? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's been great, though. Mm-hmm. It's very helpful. Yeah, I think that's just something that I've been working on as a human mm-hmm. recently. Because I do feel like, I mean, I think the both of us are kind of, well, we shy away from conflict in general. Yes, thousand percent. And I think we know that about each other, which is really helpful. Mm-hmm. But I just find, I mean, number one, it's just like easy to talk to you. So it's like, you know, not that big of a deal anymore Mm -hmm. if I do have an issue. But I do feel like the two of us have created such a like safe space with one another that um, I just would now rather get whatever thought is in like stewing in my brain out and off my chest. Yeah. Because a lot of the times I feel like it's bigger in my head than it actually is when I say it out loud and then it's like easy to fix. Totally. But if I were to keep it in my brain, I think I would just like continue to go through like yep. you're down the rabbit hole. Yeah. It's like when you think back on it and you're causing yourself more trauma by thinking back on it. It's like when you think about like your most embarrassing moment and then you think back on it over and over uh, again. I can't remember what it's called. Pain and suffering. No. <laughs> It's not like stewing on it, but it's um, it's got a name for it. Ruminating when you got a conversation wrong, and you're like, "Oh, I should have said this one thing," and you're I you're do like that so much. Yeah, you replay this this memory in your head, and what you're actually doing is you're still inflicting the same like emotional trauma yeah. on yourself yeah. from the original experience, except for there's no way for you to make it any better because it's it's just in your head. Yeah. Right. In the if that was happening in the actual situation, then you could say the thing, and then maybe you could get closure from it, or you could change the thing that you did, or fix the thing that you did, and you could get closure from it. But in ruminating on it, all you're doing is just making yourself feel bad for something that's already happened that <laughs> right. you can't change anymore. Right. And so, yeah, avoiding having any of those lingering thoughts that then you're just going to sit there and think about and think about. I will say that wouldn't happen necessarily if that thought really stuck with you for multiple days. I mean, we talk every day, so you would be able to address it eventually. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, even sparing yourself even one night of having to do that is is way better to just confront it head on. Yeah. I have another negative. Okay. I mean, I think this is a negative and a positive, to be fair. And I think just one of the shitty things about long distance is, like, I find that you just are a very grounding presence for me. Mm. Even like in our, we had a little heart to heart conversation at dinner tonight. Mm -hmm. Like there are just so many things that like you see that I don't like kind of what we were just talking about. Yeah. Um, that I just feel like sometimes you bring me back to earth where I just like get so wrapped up in like my brain and my thoughts and they just get swept. (laughs) all together I guess Mm -hmm. Um, and you just kind of like know how to talk to me and get me out of those funks Mm -hmm. and that's hard to be without (laughs) yeah and it's also yeah I think in a similar way because we talk every day we 
are able to feel like we're super up to date. Yep. But also because we only have limited amounts of times to talk to each other. Yeah. It's which is also hard in a yeah. con in itself. Yeah, totally. But it's also I don't know. I don't know if you would call it just like a spark notes version of yeah. what's actually going on, right? You just kind of give like okay, here are the highlights. Like this is what I did today and like these are the people that I was hanging out with. These are the things we did. These are the things I worked on things like that um which you know helps in giving a play-by-play and knowing what's going on in your life but Mm -hmm. there is a level of when you're yeah in a relationship with someone and you're living with someone the that kind of like level of sustained interaction like you said even at dinner tonight I mean like it just it allows for conversations that go deeper than that because especially when we're spending all of our time together anyways like we don't need to update each other on what we're doing obviously because we're doing everything together and so when that is no longer a topic of conversation it allows for deeper levels of communication that I think I don't know I don't know uh, I don't think it's so much a disservice to us to say that we're not doing it it's just that it's, I guess, maybe we'll make a more conscious effort of it going forward. Totally. But it just, it's so much easier and also makes so much more sense to to lead with the, this is what I did today. This is what I have going on tomorrow. This is, you know, the things that I encountered during my day. But it's almost those long form issues and projects and mm-hmm. feelings that sometimes get glossed over for the sake of the short term, this is what I did today, right? Right. Well, and it's also when we talk, it's like a highlight of my day, yep. right? And a lot of the times you're catching me at like a good portion of the day. Sure. So now that we're on, you know, the boat for a week, you're seeing all of my day-to-day all of, yep, yep. emotions, mm-hmm. which we don't get to see yep. when we're long distance. Totally. So I think that also has a big part in it as well yeah where it's just a snippet mm-hmm. or yeah or it, or vice versa right it could be like a kind of like a ugh, part of the day or sometimes i'll have to call you between shows and i'm like oh, okay that just <laughs> happened or like here's okay, what's going saying, on oh, gotta call my girl no 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 more <laughs> like okay one down just gotta get through this last one yeah or oh here's what just happened in this show and this is what the talk in the dressing room is yeah or you know things like that where that's top of mind and it's very it's very relevant mm-hmm. to the conversation that we're having in that moment but it's just maybe doesn't give the full picture of like the whole complexity of everything that you've been thinking about during that day right or like i was saying before the, like the long term of this is how my week looked right um which is kind of the difference between like in our gratitude project the single day snippets of like here's one thing i'm grateful for and then like the week long yeah kind of overview yeah Yeah, for sure okay what's your pro well i think my pro my positive takeaway is i think we've just gotten really good at long distance i mean like you said before it's inevitable at this point with our lives and being actors Mm -hmm. i think it's just a really good skill to have obviously and i think we're really good at it totally um even though we just talked about all the cons but yeah but i think you know you kind of have to recognize the drawbacks 
to be able to improve upon them in the future. Right. And I think something that I've learned on this round of long distance for us is like, I not that long distance is comfortable for me now, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm not worried about us doing long distance. Sure. Which is something that I've never had before in any partner. Yeah. Like, I mean, honestly, it's probably because I'm working through all of the trust issues that I have in therapy, number one. But I just like I never w- worry about us mm-hmm. doing long distance anymore. Yeah. And that's definitely going to be a strength going forward for us. Yeah. Because this is just inevitably going to happen again right yeah when we book lots of tours mm-hmm. lots of tours lots of out of town gigs yeah yeah who knows yeah no i think that's true and yeah i mean right you said that we highlighted a lot of cons but also they're not you know they're they... pretty in-depth cons like it's not like you're bad at talking to me yeah 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 yeah, yeah it's yeah it's already a couple of layers deep right they're not like surface level issues that we're dealing with but on the same token i also feel like most of those even being able to like recognize them i think some of them have already been conquered or you know have been improved upon Mm -hmm. um not to say that they can't continue to be but like yeah even what you were saying before about being able to parse meanings and and nuance from FaceTime conversations that that don't get the benefit of the doubt when you're having a face-to-face conversation um like I think that's something that you recognized a little while ago mm-hmm. and we've been able to improve upon it since then right um maybe now we can start doing maybe more in-depth check-ins on our on our daily calls yeah but yeah I mean I think even even though we have cons that we can point out, it's better to have cons that we can point out and and improve upon than it is to either be so removed that we're like, ah, eh, I can't think of anything that's good. Like, this uh, is yeah, all good. Yeah, right, right. Um, or, yeah, have cons that seem like they're insurmountable and in being able to, like, fix. Yeah. Because I don't think, I don't think either of those things is true as far as what we've got going on yeah baby yeah woohoo we're -hmm. making it through we're doing it five months down two more to go i know this is gonna this last part's probably gonna go pretty fast i think yeah i hope so yeah that'd be nice Mm -hmm. yay well thanks for being on my podcast v oh my god of course honey it's so nice to be here with you and this was a nice little check-in for the both of us which Mm -hmm. is just very nice yeah a little unpacking yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, thanks for listening, if you've made it this far. I know. Sorry. This is a long one. Sorry for all my rambling. I know. <laughs> that's what I tend to do on this, unfortunately. <laughs> no, it's good stuff, it's though. It's almost like that's the medium. Right. Yeah. Crazy. It's like I'm asking you questions or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, where can people find you? Oh. I mean, other than on a boat right now. Yeah, but... honestly. Nowhere in person, um, unless you want to come on the Norwegian Bliss <laughs> in the next two months. Um, off the coast of Alaska. Uh, uh, I'm at that Matt Barry on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> ask me the last time I've made a post. Um, no, I don't. When is the last time you made a post? M- me without you? Yeah, because um, we always do the joint ones, but. Uh, oof, oof. I mean, maybe like since a year before ago. we dated. Oh, no. 
You think I've made a post in the last year? Yeah. Without you? No, no, no. Yes, no, no. you did like a bliss dump the first time where you like hard launched us. I think that was probably the last one you did on your own. So that would have been like Valentine's Day of 2022. Yeah, maybe. That's over a year ago. That's oh. well over a year ago. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I mean, even the last, th- I think the last three posts on my feed, the last one on my feed is us at Christmas. <laughs> yeah. And then Christmas before that, card. it's Halloween. And then before that, it's when I visit, the first time I visited you in Fredericksburg. Oh. Are we going to do another Christmas card this year? Yeah, we sure can. Okay. I will say the people on the Bliss love it. Love Christmas cards? They love our Christmas cards. <gasps> no way. Oh, yeah. Destiny was raving about it yesterday. No way. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at us. Mm-hmm. We have fans. Yeah, yeah, If yeah. you want a Christmas card, let me know. Mm-hmm. This year I won it because our Christmas card last year, I'm, I promise we're wrapping it up, but I have to say this, mm-hmm. was like, I mean, we did it and we just posted it on Instagram. This year I do want to like branch out a little bit. Maybe we'll send it in an email or something. Okay, e-cards, not yeah. real cards. That's true. I don't know. I People mean, we could do e-cards, but... Oh, wait, what? Not I e-cards, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, little cards. actual cards. Oh, yeah. We could do a little half and half. Could Maybe be. for, like, family and, like, close family. Yeah, fam- that's true. Like, friends and whoever, right. whatever podcast listener wants one. Mm-hmm, I, that's true. Send me your address. That yeah. sounds... <laughs> have get in your DMs. Send me your address. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, the only problem with, like, having a true mailing list is people in New York move too much. to ha- They don't have permanent addresses for very long. But Yeah. But I'm sure we could find the one- people that we're close to, at least. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know if I wanted to drop this yet. But I'm working on a newsletter for this podcast. Oh, yeah. So I know it's coming soon. I just don't know when. Mm-hmm. So keep your ears peeled for that where I'll just do a little newsletter every time I release an episode with just like, you know, things that I, because I talk about a lot of things that obviously I'm grateful for. And sometimes those are like physical items or books or whatever. And people are always asking me for like links and things to them. So I just thought it'd be easier to put that all in a newsletter. Or if I wanted to do like a little blog post of the week, I'd put that in there. So that's coming. Yeah. I'm working on it. That's great. It's like an extended show notes. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm pretty cool Mm -hmm. so uh yeah that's happening hey thanks for being on yeah of course thanks for having me yeah and uh maybe maybe you'll hear him next week too and by maybe i mean probably yep and most certainly yep a little two-part action Mm -hmm. basically boom i'll be the third or i'll be the first yeah repeat guest yeah exactly (sighs) take that patrick i know (laughs) 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 he was like when I told him that Patrick was going to be the guest that um, is on for the second time, he was like, what? No. <laughs> yeah. No, he's happy for Patrick. Very happy for Patrick. But also, take that, Patrick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll take the 30th episode and the three-peat. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Okay, guys. <laughs> Hope you have a great rest of your week, a kick-ass week. Yeah, there's that. All yeah. right, we did it. We did it. Woo-hoo. Good job. Good job. Okay. I love you all. Okay. Bye. Bye. Yeah, that was very good, right? <laughs> That's really good. Mm-hmm.